0: Two, one, let's go. It's time to Dad Up. Welcome to the Dad Up podcast, the podcast for dads, about dads, being dads. Get ready for exciting guests talking about their experiences of parenting, the good and the not so good. Bang that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode and let's get started. Here is your host, Brian Ward. Welcome to another episode of Dad Up, everyone. I'm very excited for the guests I have on. He and I have gotten a chance to uh, kind of know each other over the last few months. Um, really, really outstanding man, and uh, I'm really excited to hear from him. Mike Chisholm has joined me on Dad Up. Mike, welcome to the show, brother.
1: Oh, Brian, I'm so excited that we're doing this. You know, we had you on my podcast uh, a few months ago and just have been having a hard time connecting everything to get on to, to do the, the return over here. I'm so excited. To have watched the progress of Dad up in the last few months, I just love watching where you guys are going. So supportive of your message of what it is that you're doing. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Well, listen for my
0: listeners who may not know who you are. Yeah, um, let's let's kind of let's dive deep. Deep. I like to go back to kind of my guest history and you know where you started, uh, what the journey was like, and where you are today because you're really a part of this huge movement um, that I'm. I'm grateful for uh, you know that the podcast and, and you've written a book and all that but let's start with kind of the backstory of mike
1: and how your journey has started and where you are today yeah you know i, I appreciate that it's uh lots of lots of spinning plates um you know at the end of the day i mean uh, from a career standpoint i'm in the financial field started in marketing kind of built a built a financial uh, business on the side until it became uh the main way that we we support our family um and, and my wife, Candace, who is a, just a force of nature, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful to be married to um, such an amazing, strong woman. Um, she started a company called He Changed It. And He Changed It is, is, is essentially, it's an app that you can download. Um, it's, it's for men's mental wellness, essentially. And I mean, the mm-hmm. goals that they have for He Changed It are mammoth. If you go to hechangedit.com, you can check out all that stuff. And so um, I'm kind of running the ship here from the financial standpoint while she goes out and really builds this you know tech startups you've had a lot of tech startups on the uh founders on on on, on the podcast as as uh, guests bry and i mean it is a crazy experience and so being able to support her in this um her mission she doesn't like the world that her boys are inheriting um and so she wants to create a place where men can go they can uh, leave something they know, they can take something that they need, we can be there for each other, because at the end of the day, that's when men are naturally vulnerable is when we're helping each other. So she's building a digital space to do that. Um, you know, I've got two step boys. And, and, and I think when you and I originally talked, we said, Oh, let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the idea of being the stepfather. And, mm-hmm. and I don't even like to use that word very much. So we can talk about that as well. And then yeah, um, I've got a granddaughter.
0: Who, oh, went wow. through,
1: who went through cancer. She went through uh, at 18 months. And I mean, you know, you, you have had your, the most precious members of your family in the hospital and in peril where faith is really all you have left. Well, mm-hmm. when she was 18 months, we discovered she had a tumor the size of my fist behind her tailbone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, suddenly our life is uprooted. We went to uh, BC Children's Hospital, which is, uh, you know, 400 miles away from where we are for five months. We didn't come home. Uh, our, our, my stepson and his wife. And my wife and I went down to support them. We were there the entire time. We learned a lot of lessons from that. So we wrote a book. She changed me. One ordeal, two perspectives. So essentially what we got here is we've got my side and we got my wife's side and they meet in the mm. middle with my granddaughter being healed. So we got all sorts of stuff that we can talk about, all sorts of uh, places we can go. Um, I definitely want to talk about the love of a stepfather in this podcast and the love mm. of a grandfather and how that love just shows up. Um, I got a unique perspective on these things. So there's a nutshell of, of where we're at right now. Well, that's awesome. Well, you look, that's the main point I wanted to have you on because, you know, I have, I've
0: had dads on my show that are um, step parents, but they also, you know, have their own kids and yours is kind of unique in that you don't have your own biological kids, but you're a stepdad and you're, you're one of these you know, I don't like to call it stepson or stepchild either. Me neither. Um, I like, I like to refer to them as bonus kids. That's, that's how I kind yeah. of look at it. So, yeah. you know, you're a, you're a bonus dad. And um, the fact that you've kind of stepped up and taken kind of this role of bonus dad and turned it into just a, an all in dad. Um, so let's take the whole bonus word out of it. Even yeah. let's talk about you've, I mean, you've been, you've been through a lot as you said, you and your wife have kind of gone on this movement of trying to help men, um, mentally be stronger, uh, yep. and, and more fit in the emotional space. And yeah. the fact that you have stepped up and helped your, your, you know, your sons, your bonus sons, um, through the struggles that they've gone through through their life. And now a granddaughter, I mean, the fact that you've, um, you guys essentially picked up and, and moved for five months to kind of be there to support the, your son and his family and your, your grandchild is remarkable. And I'm glad to hear that everything's worked out. Yeah. Um, tell me about that because here's, here's the unique perspective. You guys have kind of gotten on this movement of helping men emotionally and mentally be stronger. Yet yeah, here you are in a situation testing that, that, you know, that movement yourself. So kind of, kind of share with me, how was that, how was that struggle? Because listen, I know through the struggles that, you know, my family has gone through that emotionally, mentally to be there is very, very tough when you have this horrific thing going on and you're just like, why, why is this happening? And
1: talk about that. I want you to kind of share the emotions behind that. And that's just why you and I connect so well is because we've had a lot of things happen in the fabric of our existence that where we have to, we have to step up. And, and at the end of the day, for lack of a better term, we got to man up, you know, mm-hmm. he changed it wants to take back that phrase, you know, that a lot of these movements are taking back phrases that have kind of gone down the, the beaten trail. Uh, man up is certainly one of them, you know, um, the old definition of man up is to stifle it down, is to put it all down. Don't cry, you mm-hmm. know. Toughen up, man up, come on. When in reality, and and to go back to your point, um, there have been many examples throughout becoming, again, I've used the word stepdad more in this podcast than I think I've ever used it with the boys. We just don't use the word. I came in there saying, look, I'm going to be your friend. I'm going to be your confidant. I'm going to be a guy you can lean on. And I'm going to show you that I'm going to be that guy. Uh, through my actions, not just my words. And, and and that's the relationship that we've developed, both of them. One of them's 30, the other one's 20 or 31. Uh, the other one's 23. And we're best friends. We're, we're just, that's it's so a phenomenal cool. thing. That's so cool. But uh, I'll tell you though, manning up, and this is what he changed. It wants to do with that word. When the stuff hits the fan, manning up is not stifling tears. Manning up is showing how you can manage those tears and, and letting the tears and all of that stuff. That's a mechanism. The body has biological mechanisms so we can deal with some of our mental, mental, uh, you know, um, events that happen in our lives. And, and, and I mean, the book is really, it's a personal development book. It's not just a story about a a beautiful little girl uh, who beat cancer, which it is, but it's a personal development book. The lessons I learned, um, you know, sometimes when the stuff really hits the fan, you get tested, right? It's really Mm -hmm. nice to say, yeah, this is what I believe in. These are my ideals. But when the most precious member of your family is now faced with a potentially fatal condition, that's where those words are tested. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we learned a lot of lessons. And I mean, you know, we talk about self-care, talk about being vulnerable. Um, You know, these are things that, that by doing those things, I was actually manning up for my family. Yeah, that's awesome, and I'm glad you kind of brought that up because that's that's how
0: I came up with the name Data. I, I you know I kind of twisted from the whole Man Up thing, so yep. um, it's it's very cool. And I, I want to ask you this though, you know, going through the stuff that you guys went through with your granddaughter, yeah, um, your son says, "Gosh, I don't understand why this is happening to my family. I don't understand why this is happening to my daughter." And then your your grandchild says. I don't know what she refers to you as grandpa or i pa. Papa. Okay. Pa. pa. Yeah. So she says, pa, I don't understand why this is happening to me. How do you guys manage that? You know, as grandparents to, and and parents at, to your own kids, like, Hey, we don't know either, but you know, this is what we have to do. I mean, how do you guys manage that? Cause I can't, I can't, I, I have, I've had guys on my show that have had kids that've gone through cancer. Yeah. Uh, and um, that's a, that's a huge question to answer. When you really don't know the answer, right? Yes. Um, so how do you guys? How did you guys handle that part of it? Because I'm sure that that came up.
1: It totally does. But the 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 part of the the lesson in the book, and I mean, how many times have we as dads, parental figures, granddads, whatever, how many times have we gone through situations where our kids teach us something, mm. and 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 I think that uh, being uh, being aware to be taught those lessons. The, the number one thing that I'd say with that, uh, and we talk about this both on Candy's side of the book and my side of the book. And by the way, we didn't read each other's side of the book. Only our book editor did. Oh, um, really? we, Yeah, we, we didn't. So I didn't even know what she wrote until two weeks before the book was published. And then I read it. She read mine and we wrote each other's introductions. Hmm. And it's funny how we both talk about this point in both sides of our book. Um, Alara taught us, our, our granddaughter's name is Alara. She taught us, Um, Because at the end of the day, I mean, there's so many of these personal development books out there talk about being present, being present. Mm -hmm. is is such a, such a thing. 18 month olds, they live in a perfect state of presence. Mm -hmm. And she would be like, we went down there thinking that we were going to be removing a cyst, you know, it was the size of my fist. Um, They removed it on New Year's Eve. We found it out on, uh, you know, uh, uh, Christmas Eve of 2019 Mm -hmm. was when we found the tumor by two days after Christmas, we were down at BC Children's Hospital and didn't come home for five months till May of Mm -hmm. 2020. And, um, you know, that included, we thought they were removing a cyst turned out to be cancerous. So we went through four rounds of chemo. And in the first round of chemo, Laura taught us that lesson that sometimes the kids are actually stronger than the adults. You know, people say to me, Oh, I can't believe you went through that. First off, we all have moments in our life where we can't believe we went through it. Every single one of us, whether it's a divorce, whether it's loss of a job, whether it's what we all have moments that we've gone through where looking back or someone else looking at it saying, I can't believe you went through that. First off, you can go through it. Right. Second off, the kids are stronger than you are because you're thinking about all the variables. Alara would have a bag of chemo attached to her and she would look around. I mean, limited vocabulary. She's less than two years old. She's looking around, play, play. Right. She wanted to go play while. Right you know, she lived in this present state. Yes, there were tough moments with needles and things like that. Okay. There were those tough moments, but once they were over for her, they were over Mm -hmm. and she immediately just wanted to go. She was in a present state. And so that was the number one thing that she taught us both candy. And I talked about on our side of the book was being present.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, I talk about a lot on the show too. I mean, being present as dads um, to our kids. And it's interesting that, um, it's interesting that you bring it up, that the kids kind of had that they live in this present moment and, and they can deal with, they can deal with so much more than us as adults can. Cause as you said, you know, we're thinking of all these other variables that go on. Okay. What's if, if this happens, we're going to go this way. If this happens, we're going to go this way. If this happens, we're going to go this way. Yes. But the kids aren't thinking about that. They're yes. thinking about, okay, what am I doing now? Yeah. Right? I want to play. So yeah. she wanted she wanted to play, Um, you know, with with your son. Um, yes. Let's talk about him a little bit. Let's talk yeah. about he and his wife, because um, they're they're kind of trying to look at all these different variables, as you said. Right. Yeah. Um, How did you guys handle that as parents to try to just reassure him that, you know, everything's going to be OK. We're going to get through this. Our family is strong. We're going to be here to support you. I mean, I know as parents, that's really all we can do is support, yeah. guide provide advice, um, uh, provide, you know, the comfort and, uh, the love that they need. Yes. But how did you guys handle it at, with them?
1: So that's a, that's a fantastic question. Um, it, it, because uh, for a variety of reasons. Now, the first reason is, is because you see, they stayed at Ronald McDonald house, like Ronald mm-hmm. McDonald house has a, has a beautiful facility right on campus of BC children's hospital. What a phenomenal facility. Both facilities cool. are just awesome. The kids got a chance to stay there. Now, in staying there, and this is something that our doctor told us, I'll, I'll go back. Uh, one of the doctors, um, she said to us, she pulled Candy and I aside because we were we were like a Lara's posse. The four of us were just we were a unit, and we tried to move together. And 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 you know, one would take the lead, and if that person got tired, they'd go. It's almost like birds flying. They'd go to the back of the flock, and then somebody else would be there. And the more people that were there, it was such a good support for. And this goes back um, to, to our stepson, you know, the fact that it's sometimes you just need a fresh arm. So if he's there all day with the baby and Candy and I show up to spend the rest of the day with her, he goes back to Ronald McDonald house to work out, to do things. He and his wife go out for, go out for some air, go out for a meal, whatever. And then they come back fully charged. I mean, that right there was a huge, huge thing. And staying at Ronald McDonald house, you had a lot of perspectives. Number one, you saw kids who were more There's always somebody who's in a worse situation than you are. (laughs) Okay. Um, Number two, they saw kids, not just medically in a worse situation, but they saw like moms who were there because dad was back home with the other three kids Mm -hmm. and they hadn't seen each other in months, you know, really hard things. And we looked at that and said, okay, well, we don't want that. We don't want that. We want to have that strong family unit and candy and I, uh, that's that love, man. They may not be biologically mine, but that baby is just, everything to me. like, And you've seen my Facebook. I mean, I just, I I'm nothing. I don't shut up about pictures of me and Alara and, and we're just such good little friends. I mean, that gear that apparently kicks in when a child is born, my wife was in the delivery room. They handed her to me right, is right out of the chute. Oh my gosh, that girl is everything to me. And uh, even though biologically that's not there. So it wasn't even for us a question. We were like, we took a step in faith and said, well, we don't know how financially it's going to work because Vancouver is a really expensive place to live. We don't get Ronald McDonald House. We're going to figure it out because we want to be those people for our kids. And that alone, even though I wasn't able to answer the questions to Nico and say, look, because I, I, I didn't have a crystal ball. I didn't know if it was going to be OK, right. but if it wasn't going to be OK, we were going to be not OK together and get through it together. And that right there was a silver bullet. Yeah. And, you know, I'm
0: glad you brought up the fact that, you you know, you guys are kind of there to help support and, and show love. But you're also there to allow them, your, your, your son and his wife, to kind of go back and relax, kind of recharge the batteries. Because, you know, that's super important for us as parents, right? Yes. Uh, there's We give so much to everybody else that we have to take time for ourselves, even in situations like this. Yeah. Situations like this are critical because if you're not, if your battery's not 100% charged, you're not going to be able to be there all in for your kids when they need you. 100%. And I think that's so good that you guys did that. I know I think back to when, um, you know, when my son, my second son was born, um, he was fine but my wife had the issues and she was in the hospital for two weeks and she was in the ICU for um, a a week. I mean, she was on all kinds of different things. She had, she had dialysis going on. I mean, she had all these different things happening to her and my, you know, I wanted to be all in for her, but I also had this newborn baby, that I had to try to figure out how to care for at the same time. So I had, like you, I had this huge support system around me. My wife's family was there to support and be there. They, my mother-in-law would come in and go, Brian, I'll stay with you know her daughter. I'll stay with Andrea. Um, you go home, get some rest, hang out with Brett, my, my baby at the time, my younger yeah. son, hang yeah. out with Brett and, and recharge the batteries. I'll stay here with her. And then when you're fully recharged, come back. But that's a hard decision to make. That is a very tough decision to make because I can imagine it being my own child. I'd be like, nope, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying right here. But yep. you, you have to take that
1: step back and recharge those batteries for sure. So it's awesome that you and Candace did that. This is one of the reasons why I love you so much. And I love this podcast. So I like you and I are in such mind meld. You haven't even read the book yet. It just came out a week ago uh, up here in Canada. And it's, it's, it's now, you know, it's making its way into the States and all that. Um, through, uh, through, through Amazon and through Barnes and & Noble and all that, but you haven't read it yet. I have right. an entire chapter about self-care, okay? And mm-hmm. in that chapter, it went through, like, it was crazy. Um, the 28th of December, down at Ronald McDonald House, there, I saw a little sign uh, when we were going to pick the kids up one day and come, uh, come you know, visit. And it, and it had a, a logo of my very favorite hockey team. They're close in your area, actually. I'm a huge Los Angeles Kings fan. Have been since I was a little kid. I saw their logo there. And it turns out they were in town to play the Vancouver Canucks. And one of the Canucks had donated seats for some people at Ronald McDonald house. Mm. And my life has been all about manifesting. You and I can do an entire manifesting. Oh podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big manifester, but uh, like, how is it that my favorite team happens to be, and there's, Oh my God, free club tickets. Are you, are, are, are you kidding me? And Nico and I went to that game and I'll tell you this, it was a lesson that in the book, um, I had so much guilt, Brian. Right. I, I had so much guilt. Like we were just, it was just the very beginning of the journey. We'd only been down there a few days and we went to that game. And there's a defenseman from the Kings that I love. His name's Drew Dowdy. He saw me in the audience and he wearing, my, I was wearing a Kings Jersey and, and he saw me and he gave me one of these. Normally I'm like a little kid. That would have been, I'm still a little kid in a, right. in a man body. That would have been so amazing for me. And it was, but I felt guilty mm. and, and realizing the fact that, Obviously, if I could go back and go through that moment again, having gone through what I've gone through, I wouldn't have felt guilty even a little bit because that's the stuff that puts water in my sponge so I can hydrate the people in my life. And if my sponge is bone dry, I am not good for anybody. So that to go back to your point too, Candy and I showing up at the hospital, that was also a time not just for the kids to take a break, but if the kids wanted to go be unwell somewhere, they could go be unwell somewhere. So when they came back to see Alara, they were better than they were. So, so sometimes it's okay and you got to go and be unwell. So you get that shit out of your system so you right. can come back and be well again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Well, I, you know, it's awesome that you guys did that. I mean, I know it's at the time it was tough, uh, but you know, you guys, you guys needed to do that. And as you said, it's kind of this sign from above saying, Hey, this just happens to be going on because yep. you're here this is your team and you need to recharge your batteries. Don't feel guilty. Go and enjoy. hundred percent. hundred percent. You guys did that. That's awesome. Now yep. let's, that's kind of fast forward now. So now yeah. you guys have gotten through this whole thing with your granddaughter. Everything's yeah. going great. I mean, do you guys talk about, I'm sure you do, but do you guys talk about those times and how you guys managed to get through them as a whole family? Yeah. you guys managed to get through it. And now here we are, you know, we're approaching the, the you know, holiday season again. Yep. And you, you guys, you guys are all going to be, hopefully be together and just sharing that joyous moment. But talk about that as far as, you know, what do you guys talk about now, now that you guys have gone through this and and I'm sure it's made you guys stronger. So let's
1: share it. Let's talk about it a little bit. In many ways it has. And in many ways, there's still damage that needs to be healed. And I think it'll be that way for a long time. And, and, um, we are definitely, definitely stronger as a family. Thank goodness. That same doctor, you know, she said many families don't survive this stuff. Right. Right. And that's, that's, that's why being um, such a strong unit and having so many down there was so important and having a support system. um, It literally can mean the difference between a relationship surviving or a relationship breaking down. Thank goodness. We had that the relationships have survived. We've all had our moments of seasons of ups and downs one of the ways candy and i got through it is 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 we wrote this book and we wrote it together you know um you know uh, that, that that was a huge piece of catharsis for us I, I mean how many personal development people have we heard in our lives or life coaches or whoever talk about journaling mm-hmm. and how important journaling is right and 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 that's really at the end of the day the genesis of where the book came from was Candy and I just trying to get our things out and, and, and an editor spotted a couple of the ways that we would do that are through social media. Um, An editor spotted some of those messages and said, wow, you guys are really being vulnerable and raw here and articulating. You could help a lot of people that sings to our heart right there. Um, So that's one of the ways is, is, is we, we, we journaled it. You don't have to turn it into a book when you're going through something um, you don't got to turn it into a book, but talking about the things you're grateful for in those moments, is a huge thing that if you read it later that can help you when times are tough. Yeah. You know, uh, talking about what you're grateful for during those times, talking about the things that you went through, just getting it out, you know, so it doesn't turn into PTSD later or something like that. That was a huge thing. And then of course, yeah. Talking about it, just asking questions to each other, uh, being vulnerable enough, safe enough where, Hey, you know what? Yeah. It's getting close to Christmas Eve again, you know, um, and we talk about that in the book. Like, I mean, we went to a light up the night mm-hmm. that my wife is actually the one that discovered the bump. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and uh, we went to a, a light up. It was a beautiful holiday light up that, that was happening. And, and Alara was you know just running around and it was just this beautiful thing. And within 48 hours, our lives had completely changed. We're coming up to those moments. So yeah, we've been talking about it and saying, wow, it's sure nice to have a great, we went to that same light up yesterday. Um, oh, cool. Sure is nice to have a, um, uh, a good experience with this, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Even saying that to each other helps. So yeah. vulnerability, communication, letting it out. Those are the things that, uh, that we're doing to stay strong. That's awesome. Yeah. And journaling,
0: you know, you talked about it. Journaling's huge. I talk about it a lot on the show. Yeah. I talk, you know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, they don't, you know, men in particular, they don't really uh, see journaling as, uh, you know, it's not something that they really care about. And yep. the crazy thing is, it's so beneficial for us uh, mentally and emotionally to journal. It's not a, you don't have to look at it as, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a dad that has a diary. You don't look at it like that. Don't no. look at it like that. It's just a way to kind of get your emotions, get your feelings out on paper to yep. kind of free yourself Of those thoughts. And I talk about it a lot as far as uh, journaling first thing in the morning. When I first wake up, you know, I jot down the first few things that are on my mind to get them out, to kind of clear my head so that way I can tackle the day. Uh, And then I talk about journaling at night, talking about what you're grateful for that went on today. What are you grateful for uh, to kind of help yourself relax and get into that, you know, state of sleep. Um, so it's, it's super important. And for guys that are listening to this, all you dads that are listening to this, I highly recommend journaling. Mike talked about it. I talk about it a lot on this show. Journaling is important. It's super, super helpful in our emotional and mental state. It doesn't have to take you a half an hour. It doesn't have to take you 15 minutes. If it's just five minutes of jotting some things down to kind of clear your head, trust me. Give it 30 days, try it for 30 days and see how you feel at the end of those 30 days. I guarantee you'll feel so much better, better emotionally and mentally than you did the first at the very beginning. If you don't after these 30 days, then I want you to reach out to me because I'll figure out what's going on Uh, because it is helpful. The other thing that I talk a lot about on the show is um, counseling. Uh, My wife and I, you know, we're, we've been married for a long time, 25 years. And it's something that this this June will be 25 years, something that, um, you know, that's, that's a long time, but we have a marriage coach that we see once a month. And it's, you know, I talk about a lot of the show. We don't see a marriage coach because we're having problems. We see a marriage coach, so we don't have problems. And we talk about the things that are going on in our lives. And sometimes, uh, you know, she's a, she's a licensed therapist. And sometimes she says, you know, you guys really don't need to see me. You guys are doing things great. And I, and we tell her, no, we need to see you. We want to see you (laughs) because we want to make sure things don't, don't go on that we can't handle. We want to know how to handle things. And, Um, you know, well, I mean, even there's even times where we see her more than once a month because we might be struggling with something, not with each other, but maybe individually we're struggling with something. Um, I just talked about my wife the other day. I said, you know, I really think I should reach out to Karen. I'm kind of struggling with this right now. And my wife encourages me, let's do it. Let's, let's meet with her. Um, so those things are important as men. Those things are important as leaders of your family. Those things are important. So make sure you guys are taking time for that. Um, Mike, let's talk a little bit about, I just, we'll go real quick because I, yeah. you know, I'm cutting into your time now. Um, oh, I appreciate it. No,
1: um, you get as much of my time as you ever want, Brian, you and uh, the entire tribe get as much of me as you guys want. I love, <laughs> love what, what is going on
0: here. Uh, thank you for that, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Um, so you guys, uh, what's, what's new other than the book coming out, you know, yeah. what's new for you guys as a family. Um, and you know, this, this beautiful granddaughter you
1: guys have, I mean, tell me, let's talk about what's new for you guys. Oh man, well, she's my world. Like um Alara, Alara has slept over at our house from when at least one night from when she was two weeks old on. Okay. Ooh. So Candy and I are really connected with Alara. Um and uh so so when it comes to new, for me, um the 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 best part is how young she keeps me. And as she explores something for the first time, I get to explore it again through her eyes and, and, and what's new. Like, so, okay. She just got into my little ponies recently. All right. So I boned up. I I'm a, I'm a collector. I collect action figures and all sorts of crazy stuff. I collect a lot of stuff, Um, (laughs) but I, I, I collected toys, you know? And so, okay, this is just another type of toy. Let's get into this. Let's watch some of this stuff. And, 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 and she'll run around with her little ponies and we have these adventures together. And I am just, it's, I'm in my glory with it. I love it so much. And then, How does that explore to the family? Well, Nico and Jess, who have this beautiful, beautiful girl, you know, what do we talk about when we see them? Yeah, we talk about our days and work and all the, the, the regular stuff, but we also talk about the new things. I love that Alara has a different relationship with me than she does her father. Like sometimes I'll say, hey, you know, when she does this thing here and they'll be like, no, she doesn't do that for me. Or he'll say the same thing or her mom will say, hey, when Alara does this, no, 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 no. And we share these things together. And you talk about the, you know, the, the idea of the community raising the child. I mean, it's such a beautiful thing. And I'll tell you this, sometimes a blessing comes like a kick in the teeth. If you would have told me that I would have been able to see my granddaughter every day for five months, I would have said, where do I sign Show right. Me right now? Where do I sign? I got it. I got, I got that wish that I didn't even know that I had, but boy, oh boy, it came with a, uh, with, with a struggle. But at the end of the day, that struggle has made things today that much sweeter I'm that much more present. Would I be this present with her little, my little ponies? Had she not gone through what she went through? I don't know, Right. but it's new every day because as she grows up, we all get that benefit of that brand new perspective. It's just a, such a family is such a beautiful thing. And uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, that's interesting because you, you kind of um, bring it up that, you know, we don't understand uh, how grateful we are for something until, you know, we've got to go through these struggles, right? Or something is taken from us. Um, Whether it's a, you know, a a sudden death in the family or something like that um, or the struggle that you guys went through, you realize you have a better, uh, a better appreciation for the moments, these little moments you talked about it yourself about your granddaughter sharing these things with you, but she doesn't share those things with her own parents. Just these little moments that you appreciate that much more just because of the situation that you went through. And maybe that was the purpose that to go through that is to change you. You know, you guys talk about it. She changed it, right? She changed, she changed it, she me. Changed yeah. Me. So she yeah. changed me. Uh, those things are um, its just that much better. It's, it's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with what you said more. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So let me do this for my listeners. If they want to look you up, uh, learn a little bit more about you guys, um, pick up the book, where's the best place for them to
1: do that? How do they go about it? Okay. So you can go to, um, she changed me or yeah, she changed me.com. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to email us, she changed me book at gmail.com. Uh, but yeah, she me.com has that there. But if you want to go to Amazon, uh, in the States, Barnes and Noble as well has the book. Um, she changed me one or deal, two perspectives, Mike and Candace Chisholm are the authors. Um, and if, uh, if any men out there want to dig deeper when it comes to, we've got a very cool with, he changed it, uh, very cool. Uh, we've been working with the Canadian mental health association. They've actually just built the very first click through course, uh, mm. for men when it comes to vulnerability and communication, and that's going to be added to the app here. Uh, if you go to, he it.com, you can download the app right now. The app is about to go through three very major, uh, updates. It's very cool that that's happening. So he changed for the app. She changed me.com for the book. And I host, he cast the official podcast of he changed it. You can look up he cast, uh, where all your podcasts are found. We're also on the YouTubes as well, just like you. And, uh, people can connect that way as well. Awesome.
0: Well, listen, Mike, um, I appreciate not only what you guys are doing, uh, the movement you guys are part of. Um, I appreciate the things that you guys are, um, the way that you guys are really impacting not only men, but people in general um, and families. Um, It's so awesome to see. And I'm super glad that we connected, uh, super glad that we've gotten to know each other. And I am forever humble and forever grateful for um, getting to know you and looking forward to our continued friendship.
1: Oh my gosh, man. I feel the exact same way. You could, you could take exactly what you said and the those same words can come out of my mouth. Brian, I am so excited we're running in the same direction towards the same goal and, and we're all hitting different pieces. We live in a very polarized time right now. And the only way that that's gonna solve itself is when we stand up to solve it. You're We're all running in the same direction towards that same goal um, of being better men. And however it is that we do it, having stronger families and uh, being support systems for that. I love running in that direction with you. I can't wait till we do this again on uh, we're play a little game of table tennis. We're going to have you right. back on ours again. And it's fun watching all of us grow together, dude. I, I'm, I'm forever part of the dad up tribe.
0: Oh, I'm glad you are. I'm glad you are for sure. Um, so thanks again. Uh, and listen, everybody um, you know, the, Mike's a great guy. Make sure you guys check out uh, what he's doing, go to the websites, pick up the book, um, get the app. I'm telling you, your life will change when you do it. I p- make that promise to you right now. And make sure you guys are subscribing to my show. Make sure you guys subscribing to his show. Um, don't miss any of the episodes because I have awesome guests like Mike on every single week. And um, I'm just forever grateful for not only uh, my guests, but also you out there as the viewer, as the listener. Um, so make sure you guys continue to check, uh, check out Dad Up. And uh, I look forward to seeing all of you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Dad Up Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next weekly episode. While you're at it, leave a rating and review. And if you know someone this show can help, be sure to share it with them. Want to learn more? Check out the website at daduptribe.com or leave Brian a message on Instagram at daduppodcast.